It has to do with the question I asked a few days ago. Um, I'm going to try to... Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure how to ask it specifically, but basically I started <clears throat> treatment with a ther trauma therapist for complex PTSD. And um, a lot of, uh, you know, old stuff naturally comes up and you're supposed to feel those suppressed emotions and reframe your uh, perspective on those past events and whatnot. And um, my question is, and with this work, we're, it's to develop our gnosis, to know ourselves deeply. And I'm naturally a really over-analytical person. So I'm wondering, sorry, did you say how do I... Sorry? Did, sorry, did you say oh, you yeah. have the PTSD? Okay, okay. Yeah. Complex PTSD, yes. Okay. Um, like probably many of us, lots of complicated childhood things. But anyway, um, yeah. my yeah, I mean, question are, is... Yeah. We are all traumatized yeah. in our own way, but of course... <laughs> exactly. All, but sometimes there's specific things that become really strong uh, and that exactly that man manifest into you know having an actual diagnosis that that gives us a sort of structure mm -hmm. to try and conquer it but yeah yeah mm -hmm. yeah and it's been kind of I mean it's been a it's been very trippy because I feel like along with this work I'm and the official I guess diagnosis and doing this work with a therapist um it's kind of making me question everything about my identity, but I suppose that's the point of um, all of this deep internal work. But my question to you is understanding where I don't overindulge myself in, in trying to understand every little aspect of my past. Cause I just said, I'm, naturally over analytical and I think that's my fall uh what I mean by that is I I know with our meditation practices it's to be aware of the moment and if some thoughts come up it's not rejecting them per se but trying to understand it and I think I do that too much does that make sense like I mm -hmm. think I'm and that's what I mean by I feel like I'm overindulging myself into these thoughts that are coming up, you know, during meditation and whatnot, and probably due to all the therapy and such. But um, I want to ask you, how do you find that balance or kind of a barrier, I guess, where I'm like, okay, this is too much because it's like I could think about myself and my life and my deep rooted patterns for hours you know that's honestly a hobby of mine <laughs> so I'm wondering like when is too much too much how do you find that yeah I hope that makes sense yeah I mean I wouldn't go too far down the route of saying it's it's too much in a way because I mean the path is really when we start as you know temet noske know thyself when we start our whole inner world and outer world is just us. It's just the self. It's just subconscious. So it's really good to know ourselves in that way. But of course, like you're trying to sort of allude to, uh, it is is we we are kind of like a, a caterpillar trying to 
to come out of its shell and and to have that selflessness, to have that ability to not think of ourselves anymore and actually see reality beyond our own subjectivity. So, and you may already know, but uh, a good practice, you know, during meditation um, is to just keep trying to not identify with these thoughts and really uh, observe yourself. So, as you said, we have that uh, practice in meditation to find that stillness, to find that silence. Uh, and it's not so much ignoring the thoughts, but just understanding them. Um, and also not identifying with them, really seeing them as like a, just this, have a curiosity, like a, uh, another person, like a strange entity or whether, whatever. But what you're saying is that you take too much interest in that and, kind of the yeah. root of that that interest is a sort of uh fascination you know uh mm -hmm. a, a sort of almost like a hypnotization which is rooted in our attachments to those same thoughts and our uh identification almost believing that you know this is us and so there's an attachment there because we really believe ourselves we we enjoy we like these certain thoughts we find it interesting and i would say because you're so analytic and that's not a bad thing we need i know a lot of people who don't have the ability to analyze and it's it's a sad state of affairs we need to be able to analyze but so for people like that i usually say uh, okay you need to practice that analyzation you need to be interested you need to know yourself but for someone like you, uh, I would usually recommend that, look, the ability to analyze, you have a gift. Uh, I th I'm not sure if you're a Virgo, but almost every Virgo I know is uh, is very analytical. They overthink. So for people like that, uh, and it's a, in particularly women as well, for some reason, I'm just stereotyping now that women think a lot. <laughs> but um, for people like that, it's best to keep working on being uh, finding that peace within ourselves, uh, making the decision not to identify with our past, our personal history anymore, recognizing it as our ego and not really reality of here and now, and really keep working on, you know, say if you have therapy sessions or whatever, I mean, probably best to have your meditations in finding samadhi finding bliss peace and enjoying perhaps like if you can enjoy like an hour of meditation without without any thoughts whatsoever then you'll probably find that when you do go into those thoughts again you'll have a, a deep sense of insights into them because you worked more on getting away from that analytic mindset because it's in your nature to be analytic, so you don't have to make any effort whatsoever to really be that interested or in, in being analytic and things like that. So, yeah, my, my advice is really to work more on, um, on finding, really finding a, a stillness and, and a deep connection with your own silent being. Try to have that in your day, like 60 to 70%. Because if it's the other way around, like we're analyzing 70% of the time, then uh, 
it usually dominates any sense of peace. So if you can have the peace for like 70% of the day and only, and only keep a shorter practice of analyzing and comprehending yourself, then that's usually a bit better. But if it's all day, I mean, that, if that's how we spend our mm -hmm. day, then yeah, it's, uh, it can be, it's easy to get lost in the labyrinth of the analyzing and the thinking and confusion arises. Remember, confusion is, you know, it is ego, doubt is ego. Uh, so it's easy to get lost in all of that, the maze of, of, uh, under trying to understand ourselves too much. We need, we need balance and it's very nat. Mm -hmm. Understanding becomes natural, you know, in psych psychologists, they like to analyze and, and it's good, but intuitive understanding comes very quickly. It's very simple. It comes from the heart. And that's why this practice of having that that deep connection to the inner being uh, is a good uh is is very powerful yeah i think um um well first i'm an aries but um okay. Okay. i <laughs> i think my i understand all that i i guess theoretically yes but i think what's tripping me up that for me and I know you have briefly mentioned with your past. Okay, what I have I'm having a trouble, hard time understanding is that I have denied a lot of these traumatic experiences for so long so I could survive, essentially. Move, you know. So now that I'm doing this deeper work to understand myself, I'm in the phase of acceptance of what actually happened was wrong and bad and whatnot. And so with that acceptance stage that I'm in, I think what you're saying, I am over-identifying with these events and I see that, but I'm not sure really how I'm supposed to accept that such and such was real, like a real traumatic event for me. While, because with the understanding of oneself, like for as we all do like I have shortcomings in my personality like for me it's like a temper thing like irritability and whatnot so I try and work on that yes and in order to work on that I'm trying to piece together where I may have developed that behavioral pattern and you know it's, I, I connect it with whatever such and such past event but then so now I have that baseline understanding of where it came from and then what do I just let it go? I don't, <laughs> that, I think that's kind of where I'm confused. I'm like, oh, I'm like this because of this. And then, okay, understanding, check. But then next, you know, I, I hope that makes sense. Um, uh, I mean, as soon as you say, as soon as you think you know something, you know, you said you do, okay, check, done. But um, usually... Because this goes deeper into like a, a deeper form of self-inquiry, you know, you know, who is it in you that is struggling to accept? Who is it in you that doesn't really uh, still understand what, who is the I that says, I'm not quite satisfied with this, you know, there's always a sort of a sense of addiction to to thinking right beyond all the drug use beyond all the addiction to caffeine and things like that uh beyond sexual addictions whatever the first most addiction that we all have the worst sin of all is thinking we're all 
addicted to thinking without even knowing it. So, and the ego, when it thinks, when it wants to, when it wants to analyze, it wants to consume. It wants to feel satisfied. This is also to do with uh, with tantra, right? Which which is tantra, not just in a sexual sense, but in in a in a spiritual sense. That you know, we always want to feel gratified. So that gratification can can be expressed in uh, feeling like, okay, yeah, I know that now. Okay, done. Check. So, but usually, yeah. uh, it, there's no real satisfaction there. It, uh, there's usually always something yeah. else that the that it wants to keep on going. Like, ah, oh, that's that's not just right. I, there's something else, you know. And it's that's very awareness true. to that to that feeling. Yeah. Yeah. And so then, in those moments of, I guess, unsatisfaction, or where I'm like, oh, I'm still searching for an answer. Should I just? accept the moment as is and be like you know what it will come when it comes i don't have to understand whatever wiring of myself in this particular situation because like say there was i made some social faux pas right and then the overthinking starts and you're like oh i did this probably because of this and this is how i reacted and whatnot so when that when that starts yeah Mm. Well, why do we always have to add things, right? If we say, okay, if this comes, should I just tell myself this? Do we have to keep adding things, right? So it it's really about self. It's more about self-observation. Observe every single damn thought that comes into the mind, right? Because observe, observe the nature of it. And not just observe that, but if you want to access a deeper intelligence and comprehension of it, also connect with the body because there's an intelligence there. The body knows, it feels what is right, and it can give you a sense of navigating the emotions that are deeper within the, the psyche and, the, and trauma, right? Because trauma is not in the mind. Trauma is in the emotions, in the body. So while connecting to that, and if you, you see, okay, you, you get a bit of enlightenment, a bit of understanding about yourself, right? A bit of temet noske. Well, and then you say, okay, but what should I do now? Oh, don't have to do anything. Observe that that um, that voice that says, what do I have to do now? So it's a constant going back, going back, going back, and and observing, observing, and and just shining light onto onto that. So oh, okay. So observe the fact that I want to do more. Like I want to. Okay, yes. I think I understand. And, then, and then, and that's a good mm-hmm. that's a good point to to deepen meditation, to feel the energetic mm-hmm. charge of of that restlessness, of that that sadness, uh. of that, and that's when at that point that's when you can sometimes you know people cry in meditation because they finally realize oh they they see the thing that the pain that's in there and and then they finally give awareness to it instead of uh, acting it out unconsciously and they they feel the intuitive way to release it and they have then they cry sometimes uh-huh. and, say, oh. and that's when you overcome you know trauma right or you start to heal your trauma right oh that makes sense okay yeah. Yeah. i need to do less i think that's that really resonated with me right yeah, yeah my 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 tendency is to just I need to know everything for sure. Okay, thank you. Does that mean I have an overactive sum chakra? Then you think energetic energetic center that I'm. Uh, 
with the chakras probably to do with the maybe the crown and third eye uh because you really want to see and know everything right and it a little too mm -hmm. you know you're you have a it's good that you have this good imagination but uh it's like overactive right um yes of course all, all the chakras the whole energy system uh oh my cat wants to go in the wardrobe um the whole the whole energy system connects to each other so uh you know as i said those emotions that you aren't also giving attention to arise from the lower chakras too so okay thank you so much for the detailed answer i'm glad i got to join last second thank you yeah no problem i'm glad i'm glad that helped hi Manoku. <laughs> <laughs> yeah she's down there being indecisive overthinking 